It's raining baby boomers. It may seem that way with 10,000 boomers reaching the age of 65 every day. What's on their mind? On today's show, we highlight why nearly half of the baby boomers say they'll keep working past 70. Are you one of them? All that and more on today's episode of Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them in Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. And between the two of them, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for, yes, their retirement. That's what we're all working for, right? We want to get to retirement. We want to enjoy it. And we're here to tell you, you need to have a plan. And each and every week, we talk about different ways you can go about this, things to do, things to avoid. And, and one thing we do is we open up spots on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. These appointments are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. So listen up. We'll open them up here in just a little bit. So guys, guess what's happening these days? Lots and lots of people, lots of baby boomers, I should say. Uh, folks born between 1946 and 1964 are hitting retirement age, and it's kind of like it's a daily thing now. In 2020, a whopping 29 million boomers decided to go ahead and retire. That's like 3 million more than the year before in 2019. And get this, even the youngest boomers won't be fully retiring until 2031. Yeah, you heard me right. 2031. But here's the twist. Thanks to all the craziness, pandemic, everything else, uh, really, we're not the same. The whole retirement scene has done a little bit of a somersault. More of the boomers are actually planning to keep working for a little bit longer than they first probably thought, just to kind of you know, bolster up those retirement accounts like they're expecting to stay in the workforce for a while more. And it just goes to show you that the world keeps surprising us, right? So here's what we're going to do. According to a survey conducted by Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, approximately 49% of boomers are currently working and they expect to work past the age of 70 or do not plan to retire at all. Now, the study uncovered additional concerns, and we're going to go over those. And again, additional concerns for baby boomers and what they're going to face and also younger generations, what they're going to face. And here's why baby boomers expect to delay retirement past the age of 70. And who better to talk about it than Mark and Casey and the hosts of Elevate Your Wealth. So, guys, you've got some numbers in front of you. Let's go ahead and let's just dive in. You know, the, the first one that comes up on this list, Morgan, is financial reasons, right? So 83% of boomers say that they expect to uh, delay their retirement past 70 because of financial reasons. And I think that that one maybe kind of goes, uh, or maybe is not a big surprise, right? If you're going to delay retirement, I think that's probably one of the first things that comes to mind. But what that tells us is that realistically speaking, the, the cost of daily living has gone way up, right? Yeah. We understand that. Um, and and that that's likely what this really, when we say financial reasons, reasons. I think everybody has a concern surrounding where inflation is at and what it costs to just live our lives. And so when you think about retiring, and now you're going to live on a fixed income, that, that could be a very concerning thing, given the inflationary environment that we're in. And so th those uh, types of reasons, that financial aspect of it is not something to be overlooked. And it's something that we have to account for. Um, and then the second one, Mark, health aging reasons. What, what is that about? Well, you know, I just want to maybe add and let, I think everybody knows that they've been listening to the show for any amount of time. I'm in this. I'm a baby boomer. I'm, I actually turned full retirement age as far as Social Security goes in just a few days, September 1st. I'll be 66 and a half. And so I'm dealing with a lot of the things 
that many of you out there are thinking about and worried about, having questions about. So again, the things we're going to talk about today really are mattering. Inflation, as Casey just mentioned, gone through the roof. How do you address that, right? Um, I know I feel pretty good right now, and I plan on uh, probably still working uh, if you know, things go as planned and health stays good, I'll probably work into my early 80s because I, I love this job. I love being able to help people and make a difference in their lives. And I love working with Casey. Um, and so, you know, as people uh, age and they stay healthy, a lot of them are like, you know what, I could still maybe work part time or cut down hours or stay in the workforce a little bit longer than I planned. But that's not true for everybody. We did a workshop last Wednesday night. And uh, the all I know is people that have a plan and that have a pension along with Social Security are really dealing with this situation uh, a lot better than others. Um, and some of us, that's the next part on this survey was people just want more income. So they're willing to work a little bit longer. That was, you know, a staggering 64% are saying that that's really why they're going to stay working past 70. But then Casey, they talked about the need for being active. What about that? Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, just to touch on that income piece, Mark, I, I think realistically speaking from that side of things, um, you know, it, it, we talk about this all the time. It's hard for people to go from being a saver to being a spender, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, you know, wanting that income, I think that's really just people are accustomed to that, right? People are accustomed to earning a paycheck and you've done that for 40 years. And now this concept of, well, I'm going to stop working and have to pay myself. That that's a, that's a strange thing. That's a foreign idea. Right. So that, I think we understand that that's really what that means when they say that it's people are delaying retirement because they want the income. It's that, that's what they're used to. That's what they're, they've done all these years is producing that income. And then, uh, you know, being active 56% said that they would delay uh, retirement because of being active. And I think realistically, again, that's, we're having longer, life expectancies, right? So people are more active. And so they don't feel that maybe same sense of tired that mom and dad or grandma and grandpa felt when they're right. approaching 60, 65, and just just looking forward to the day that they get out. I mean, a lot of times now, folks really enjoy their work, like you just mentioned, right? You love coming to the office, mm -hmm. you love working with mm -hmm. clients, it's fulfilling. Um, and, and we feel like we have a positive impact on people's lives, right? And, and so we know that's the same with a lot of these folks in this survey is they feel a sense of enjoyment, they feel uh, complete in what they're doing. And they're they're being active in their lifestyle. Their life expectancy is longer. They're feeling good. They're not looking uh, to retirement of like, man, I just got to get out of this job, right? A lot of people really yeah. enjoy what they do. And so they're happy to stay around. Um, that that kind of ties in with this next thought, 51% here with the idea of keeping their brain alert. What do you think about that one, Mark? You know, that's, that's exactly, I think Casey knows, as we begin to get older, our brain does start to do some funny things where our memory isn't near as sharp as it used to be. I know, I feel I'm dealing with some of that. But you know, I like what Casey just said. If you enjoy what you do, now I have a lot. We have a lot of clients that work at Boeing, Warehouser. Uh, some of those uh, folks, they they can't wait to get out. They've done a good job of saving, but they want out. They don't have a job that they truly love. Uh, but it was amazing to me when I saw the stat of forty-seven percent, almost fifty percent of the people are saying they they enjoy what they do. Now that was surprising. I would have guessed that number to be. 
10, maybe 20%. But so there's a lot of people out there enjoying what you do. If you can find something you truly love to do, keep doing it. Don't quit just because, or, or retire just because you feel like, oh, I've reached 65, I got to get out. Hmm. That's not the case. That's why a plan and, and really figuring out what you want to do in retirement, what do you want to do with your kids, your grandkids? These are things that we want to talk about and explore, you know, with each other. And that's really brings us to that sense of purpose. But I think Casey got another thought. To yeah. That. I, well, I just wanted to add something to what you were talking about, Mark. And it's, you know, when, when folks have that sense of enjoyment in what they do or they, that satisfaction in their work, I think the other side of it too is, a lot of times folks will come into our office maybe with the concept of, man, I want to retire next year, right? They're, they're really looking forward to it. And then we show them, hey, you can do it. We give them a plan. Yeah. We show them how it can be done, how they can invest the right way and structure things and how it's all going to work for the next 30 years. And then suddenly they go, well, you know, I guess I could I could work a little longer. Yeah. I could work a couple <laughs> more years. And it's funny how often that happens because yeah. they, their first conversation with us is, man, I got to get out of this, right? And then suddenly once they know that they can, that they can be successful, yeah. now they're choosing to work. And when you're choosing to work and you're not forced into it because of your finances, it's a lot easier to enjoy your job, yeah. right? And, and I think that's the circumstance. I mean, for those that are listening at home, if you've saved well and you've, you've, uh, you've followed the process, you followed the plan, now it comes down to building a plan for retirement. Once you have that plan, it really puts you behind the driver's or in the driver's seat, right? Behind the steering wheel and gives you the ability to have control and have a positive impact on your life. And that, that really, I think, pulls it all together. You want to add that to, yeah, add to that, one, Mark? Yeah. One last thing I might touch on is there's a big concern for Social Security. What I want to say to that is we do believe that within a decade, there's going to be some big changes. And I want everybody to listen to this. Probably what you might need to plan on is in about a decade, a reduction of 20 to 25 percent of what you're receiving could be reduced by that number. So keep that in mind. That's why we want you to have a plan. So if I did lose 25% of my retirement income from Social Security, do I have a way to replace it? And that's so critical as you plan long-term for a very happy and long-lasting retirement. Talking about the baby boomers and they're staying at the job a little bit longer. And again, those last four, they can kind of all be grouped together. I mean, obviously they want to be active, keep brain alert, enjoy what they do. And they have that sense of purpose and they're staying at their jobs. But having a plan and being ready to go into retirement, that is going to be key. So guys, we have 10 positions on your calendar. Give us a short take on what's going to happen for these 10 callers. Well, we've been talking about all these things that cause people to delay their retirement, right? And so ultimately, if you're choosing to delay your retirement, that's a great thing because it's your decision, right? And that's really what this boils down to. For those that are willing to pick up the phone and give us a call, we're going to sit down, have a conversation with you. We will put together a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. And sometimes we talk about what's all included with that. But I think I just really want you to understand what that means to you. What it means to you is that plan is going to give you the ability to be in control of your retirement. That's what this is all about. It boils down to you being in the driver's seat, you having the ability to decide when you want to retire, what you want to do in retirement. And it's up to us to help you make sure that you're going to be successful in that endeavor. So don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. All right. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, again, these strategies are going to work best for you. We've got 10 appointments available. Again, this is your opportunity. 866-668-3625. 866 668 
3625. That will get you one of the 10. And again, it's always about your retirement. All right, coming up next, can you have too much money in retirement? Probably not. But some retirees are finding that they do have excess cash. And even when all their stuff's paid for, bills are paid, they're debt free. When we come back, how do you share the wealth after you pass away? That's coming up next. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in Seattle. They have a wonderful resource website. Check out EFMNW.com. That's all letters, EFMNW.com. Again, their TV show, links to that, and links to all of our radio shows in podcast form available for you there, plus great information on retirement, contact information. You can get in touch with Mark and Casey, and you can set up that appointment to talk about your retirement. So 42 years combined experience between these two. And again, it's always about retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we hit these topics each and every week. You're going to have questions about your own situation. It's okay. We have those appointments available. They're open now, and you can book at any time. We only have 10. If you've saved at least $250,000 for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. Grab one right now, 866 866- Six six eight three six. Two, five. So living on a fixed income, it can leave little wiggle room for anything else. However, some retirees have amassed more than what they need. Now, maybe it's time to take another look at that estate plan, make some good things happen before you pass away, uh, make sure it's set up so once you're gone, these things will be taken care of. So let's start with you, Mark. I mean, you can give it away now. You can give it away before you pass on. Yeah, in fact, we we talk about this. Uh, uh, we have a basically an estate planning arm that we very much believe in, and it really entails for most of our listeners would be nothing more than setting up a trust, a revocable trust. Some might call it an AB bypass trust, but the point is, uh, we want to have your assets go to your children, your grandchildren, uh, friends, charities in the best possible way, and. Uh, that's usually minus any probate. But if you have a will and you think, well, I've taken care of that, well, you're still going to have to deal with the probate process. A will is no more than a, a roadmap through probate. So don't think if I have a will that you would have no probate because it's the exact opposite. So I like what Morgan just said, give it away now. We talk with our clients about the fulfillment that can be had by giving inheritances to the people you love the most now create memories now it's nice to give money away when we passed away but how much nicer is it to see the joy or hear the joy of these things that we can do whether it's help grandchildren get started maybe with buying a house or helping our children get a house or pay for college for our grandchildren so many different ways to do it because Casey and I talk about this all the time. There's really three phases to our retirement life, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. And I love to do things with, would love to do them with my grandchildren now. Take and create the memories because if you do that, um, 
you just, I can't overemphasize how much different it is and happier it can be to do this now. Give some of your money away if you have the ability to do that while you're alive because it can be so loving and it just creates memories that you're not going to get if you don't do it now. Right. And I think the two of us have kind of a, a unique uh, scenario in this, Mark, right? You're, I mean, you're technically old enough to be my dad. I'm married to your daughter, right? So yep. um, I, I think the from the other side of this is, uh, you know, my grandparents, my parents, I, we want to spend time together with them, right? Yep. We want to spend time together with you and, and Lori, right? So it, it's not, uh, I, I mean, of course, an inheritance, that's a, you know, that's all great. But I, speaking from the potential receiving end of that, None of us are looking to that with, uh, you know, wait, I can't, I'm really excited for that inheritance. Can't wait for right? me to yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's, that's not what this is about. It's, we want to spend time together with the people we care about. Right. right. And so um, that, that comes from both sides of that equation. And I think that's really special if you can maybe fund that special event or whatever it yeah. is, or, you know, my own grandparents did that. Not that we ever did anything super extravagant, right. but it was just a nice dinner with grandma and grandpa and spend yeah. the weekend together and, I, those are memories that I'll never forget. Take right? a cruise. I did yeah. that with my dad before he passed away. There you go. Right. So yeah. it's just, it's spending that time together. That's, that's really what it's all about. Yeah. I, I think that's a great example. I mean, you can just give your time and right. it can yeah, be an event. It. it can be something small. It could be something big, but yeah. you know, plan for it. Uh, have that conversation, the opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management and have these types of discussions, kind of get everything in order, be ready to go as you move to retirement. And if you are covered, if you're if you're good to go for retirement, start thinking about, you know, how are you going to uh, leave it? Uh, once you do pass or maybe right before you go or, you know, gradually before you go, just start giving away uh, what you have accumulated. You've done well and you got a plan for these types of things. So the opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey and have these types of conversations, we have the 10 appointments and they are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. The number to call to grab one is 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. That's eight six 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 eight three six two five. Now, if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. But thinking about what's going to happen as you move into this planning process, and you look like you've got everything covered, you got your bills paid, mortgage is gone, debts are gone. Uh, what are you going to do with it? Well, you could give it away now before you pass. You could also do this next one. Start thinking about those grandkids. What about giving them a Roth, Casey? Yeah, that's, you know, I think uh, gifting a Roth to your grandkids is probably one of the greatest things you could do from an investment financial perspective. Um, And and I think it's overlooked quite a bit. Uh, If you think of the current tax environment that we're in, and you think of potentially where taxes are going just in your own lifetime, uh, think about that potentially if you, I mean, if you've got a 10-year-old grandson or granddaughter, uh, what about them over the next 40, 50, 60 years, right? What are taxes going to look like in their life? And so if we can gift a Roth account, which is an account that we pay taxes on now, and then the taxes are not paid in the future, there will be no taxes on those dollars in the future. Not only are you helping them uh, learn about investments and growing the funds and that kind of thing, but you're also kind of giving them the gift that keeps on giving because the more that money grows, the more tax savings that's going to equal in their lifetime. And so that really is um, kind of a, a special or maybe just a different way to think about it is us choosing to not only gift them the money, but also gift them uh, us paying the taxes in their behalf and them not having to deal with it in the future. But there are some uh, barriers of entry. 
Um, ultimately, we want to make sure that when we set up that Roth account, that we're eligible because there are income eligibility restrictions. And so that's something to be uh, cognizant of and have a conversation with your advisor to make sure you're operating within those guidelines. Uh, in addition to that, you usually want to do that in a custodial account if the if the uh, child is under the age of 18. What that means is that you're ultimately going to gift those funds to them, but it will remain under your control or perhaps their parents' control um, until they reach age of majority, which in Washington is 18. Um, and of course, the withdrawals uh, from that type of account are best if they're made after 59 and a half. So this is a long-term play as far as a gift goes, because if they take that money out before 59 and a half, there is a 10% penalty. So it's a great tool, something to be um, aware of and something to potentially use. You want to add yeah, something? Yeah, I think something else that gets missed. We talk about, Casey does a good job of talking about this in every workshop we do, but there is a way to use life insurance. It's almost like a Roth on steroids that if you start one for a young child or a teenager or even somebody a child in their early 20s it can be so powerful and it gets misunderstood and it's not used because most planners don't even want to talk about it and that's a big mistake i tell you i have a client down in san francisco and he started a plan uh to get his son going and said i'll tell you what if you will commit to 500 dollars a month out of your earnings I'm going to match that. So it's like a 50% match base or 100% match when you think about it going in. So he had over $1,000 a month going into what we call an index universal life plan, but it was designed for income, not for death benefit. And boy, that is something that can be used in a way that most people will never know how valuable a tool that can be unless you talk with somebody that might know a little bit about it. So there's some really cool things that we can do for our grandchildren. I'll tell you, if you plan well and uh, you've saved well and you have access, I mean, you need to plan on how you're going to disperse that wealth. And now's the opportunity to talk about that, talk about your own retirement situation. If you haven't started planning or you need that second opinion, we have 10 appointments with Elevated Financial Management. Mark, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? You know, we just talked about this. If you are seeing and hearing anything that's causing you a little angst about what should I do, please pick up the phone and call us because all we want to do is have a conversation. I also would like to stress you're going to keep your checkbook at home because we're going to have our team put together a certified written plan for you that I think you'll be very, very impressed with. So please come in, let us have a conversation, figure out what you're concerned about. What are you trying to do? Do you need guaranteed income? Whatever it might be, you heard us talk about estate planning a little bit on this show today or, or, or giving away some of your assets. There's some really smart tax advantages that you can take advantage of now while you're living that you may not even know about. So please pick up the phone, give us a call, and let's just have a conversation about your very specific situation. All right. We have 10 appointments available right now. 866-668-3625. That number again, 866-668-3625. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. And you will leave with a written plan. Folks, this is your opportunity. 866-668-3625. No cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. And as Mark said, leave the checkbook at home. This is a get to know you. This is to kind of see what the landscape is, figure out what your retirement goals are, and start working on that plan to get you to 
and through retirement. The number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. We spend years building up that balance in our 401k, but what happens to it after we retire? When we come back, we're going to go over some choices of what you can do with that 401k. That's all coming up next on Elevate Your Wealth. Elevate Your Wealth, we are back. And your hosts, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And I tell you, folks, it is always about retirement. It's about having that plan. It's about dotting the I's, crossing the T's, being ready for what is going to be your finish line, right? Your retirement. But here's the deal. Once you cross the finish line, you've got your retirement. I mean, that could go for many, many years. You need to make sure that you have planned well and you can retire on your own terms. So what we do is we talk about these topics here on the program, but then we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark and Casey and their team, see where you are in your planning process. Maybe you haven't started. Uh, this would be a great way to do it. Or you're in the middle of something, and you know what? You're just confused. You're not getting the communication you thought you were going to be getting. Get a second opinion. One of the appointments can be for you as well. We have 10, and they are open once we start the show, and we'll close them down at the end. And again, they do fill up fast, 866-668-3625 is the number to call to grab one. Again, if you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you, 866 668 Three six two five. So there are plenty of decisions that have to be made going into retirement. And look, it can be stressful. One of them is what to do with your 401k. You've got choices and they depend on factors like your age, when you retire and what rules the company has regarding that 401k. So we wanted to kind of go through some of the options. So, Mark, let's start with you. I mean, the 401k, it's one of the major vehicles out there for most companies. What about qualified distributions? You know, you mentioned rules here. Uh, what I will say is most 401k plans, of course, are based on ERISA law. And so the federal government um, is very... Um, they make sure the rules are followed. Let's put it that way. And so, and the plan rules dictate what your options are. And it's amazing. Not all plans work the same way. Some allow for what we call an in-service withdrawal agreement, where you can move the money before you leave what we call, you know, before we retire or we just quit before you separate from service. Some plans don't have an in-service withdrawal agreement, so you're not able to take money out until you separate from service. So the rules are very, very specific. But the golden age rule that everybody's probably heard of is 59 and a half. Why is that important? Because prior to 59 and a half, if you want to take money out of a qualified plan, and for most of us, that would be probably either a TSP or a 401k or even an IRA, we're going to have to pay an extra 10% penalty and then include whatever distribution we take as ordinary income. So you've really got to plan these things out, but there's going to be distributions that are going to be needed. And we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but the, the point is 
you've got to have a plan for this. And the rules are going to be dependent by the company plan and the ERISA rules that they have to follow. So a lot of times, though, you can take a regular distribution in the form of an annuity. Uh-oh, there it is. There's the A word again. <laughs> Watch out. What do we do? Yeah. But when you turn on an income stream, it could be for a fixed period of time or over your lifetime, or you could take non-periodic payments, or you could even take a lump sum distribution. So there's a lot of different choices. But the point is, you need a plan to figure this out. How is it going to work into your life, not anybody else's? Because all that matters is your specific situation. So please take the time because these choices that you make can last a lifetime or they could be disastrous decisions because you didn't think about it or know know the ramifications of the choice that you made. So we highly recommend that you talk to somebody that really knows the tax aspect of these distributions and how they're going to affect your money. I mean, have a plan. I mean, that's what we yep. talk about each and every week. And when it comes you know, to the 401k, that is a major vehicle for most people that are in the working field. Uh, if you're lucky enough to have a pension, congratulations. There aren't many left. Uh, but the yeah. 401k is a very popular vehicle. So these are things that you can do. We wanted to kind of get through some of these options. So qualified distributions. And Casey, early money, if I wanted to get into it early, what's the age of 55 rule? Yeah, so Mark was just talking about 59 and a half, and that's the that's the general rule of thumb is 59 and a half, and you can start taking money out. But the age 55 rule is, um, I don't know, what would we call it? The exception to the 59 and a half rule, I guess. Uh, ultimately, what it means is if you leave your company, so if you retire, uh, if you lose your job, whatever the circumstance may be, and you're age 55, not 59 and a half yet, you can avoid that 10% penalty that Mark was talking about. Uh, for taking your money out of your 401k. Um, so you can start essentially taking an early withdrawal without paying that 10% penalty um, if you're no longer with that company. But there's a couple things you have to understand. That is only for the 401k from the employer that you just left. So let me give you an example. Let's say you've worked for three companies in the last 30 years and um, you have three 401ks. So you got two old 401ks and you have a 401k with your current employer, you leave that employer at age 55, you can only access the money in your current 401k without a penalty, not the two previous 401ks, and not an IRA that yeah. you've created elsewhere. So there are some, uh, some gotchas there if you don't understand it, if you're not working with somebody that can help you understand it, make sure that you're doing it the right way. But this is uh, a nice provision. Uh, maybe the circumstance is, is you're 55 and um, something happened at work and you've left and you're looking for another job. Well, this maybe gives you somewhere that you could go to pull a little bit of money uh, before you find a job elsewhere. Or maybe you're just retiring early. And so you're going to use those funds uh, earlier than you would if you were going to wait. So it gives you more flexibility. Again, it's always about control. That's what all of this comes back to is you being in control, you being in the driver's seat. And so that, that age 55 rule is something that's going to put you in the driver's seat and allow you to make those decisions as to how they fit you the best. Tell you, when you think about it, uh, you're headed towards retirement, and, and a lot of us don't stay at the same company our entire working career. You may have multiple 401ks out there. So things that you can do as you move towards retirement, qualified distributions, maybe the early side of it, the age of 55 rule we've talked about. And mark this next one, just leave it alone, let it lie. 
Yeah, that's something that most of the time we don't recommend most people do, but it's amazing how many people do that. They move, like you were just talking about, Morgan, to a new company. They start a new 401k plan, and they, they just leave their old plan where it is. Well, why would you do that, right? Well, most people, it's because it's easy. It's just that's where the money was. And they, they don't have to do anything. They can just leave it there. But when you do that, you do take some wonderful options away from yourself. Number one, we believe that you have a lot more options, especially on the investment side, inside an IRA than you do a 401k. Usually it's many, many more options. We talk about it at every class we do, right? You're doing good if you maybe have 15 options. Some companies only 10 investment options inside their 401k. If you go to an IRA, you have unlimited. In fact, your options go into the thousands. So that's why we recommend going ahead and moving that into your own IRA and not leaving it lie. some plans, if they if you only have five thousand or less in the plan when you do leave, well then you're gonna it's gonna trigger a lump sum distribution that you can't get away from, and you can either put it in another plan within sixty days, or you can just take it as income and count that five thousand dollars if that's what the number is, and pay tax on it at that time. So there's a lot of choices and important decisions you need to make. Uh, concerning these 401k plans. And we just highly recommend talking with someone that specializes in doing a rollover or a direct transfer. To have that plan, uh, have that conversation. That's how it starts. Uh, we've got 10 appointments available with Elevated Financial Management. You can meet with Mark Stimps and Casey Elkins and their team, and you can talk about your 401ks that are out there, what you're going to do with them. Uh, but you can also talk about the overall retirement plan. And if you haven't started playing, great opportunity. If you're in the middle of something, need a second opinion, Grab one of these appointments. You can do it right now, 866-668-3625. They're complimentary. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. So the 401K, it's out there. What do you do with it? So qualified distributions, maybe you get into it early, the age of 55 rule. Maybe you just leave it alone. Of course, you just heard Mark say, you know, that, that takes a conversation. Most of the time, they're going to say, don't do that. And then, Casey, this next one, required minimum distributions. I think this is a, this is a big one that we really want to make sure we highlight for folks, uh, Morgan, you know, because so many uh, don't quite understand what this really means. And so we want to put this um, in a very straightforward fashion. Ultimately, your 401k, your IRA has not been taxed. All the years that you've been paying into that, contributing, building those assets, no taxes have been paid on those dollars. You've gotten what's called tax deferral, right? So that means that you will pay taxes, just not right now. You're going to have to pay them at some point in the future. A required minimum distribution means that at a certain point, you have to start taking money out of your qualified accounts qualified as a 401k, an IRA, a 403b, a 457. You have got to start taking money out. Now, some changes have happened to that in the last few years. The SECURE Act of 2020 changed the age that that had to happen happen at. Uh, It changed again at the beginning of this year, 2023. And so now what that means is that at age 73, you have got to start taking money out of your uh, qualified accounts and paying taxes on those dollars, whether you want to or not. It's not a negotiation. This is something where you, you lose the control aspect of it. This is something that you've got to do. And so this is why we talk about this. This is why we, we do a written financial plan is because we know 
that now is the time to plan for that. If you're 65, 66, 67, 70, and you're leading up to RMD age, which is 73, now's the time to start creating that plan. So uh, Morgan, I think the, the phone lines are open. Is that right? They are open. All right. Very good. So for those that are willing to pick up the phone and give us a call, uh, we're, we're going to sit down and talk about your required minimum distributions when we put together a financial plan for you. So uh, as, as it always is, we want to help you uh, get a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. We'll discuss the required minimum distributions that are going to impact your retirement and start talking about a plan to hopefully effectively lessen the taxes the tax burden that you've got to deal with. In addition to that, we'll talk through qualified distributions as Mark was discussing. Do you have the ability to roll some of your funds into a different account where you have more control as to how they're invested? And if so, what makes sense uh, for those investments? How do we invest them appropriately to produce income, to make sure that they last in retirement, make sure that those funds are there to take care of you? So don't hesitate to pick up the phone. If you've got $250,000 or more saved for retirement, please give us a call. We'd be happy to help. All right. Here's the number 866-668-3625. There's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Get a better handle on where you are in your retirement planning situation. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you need that second opinion. And again, if you have saved up to, you know, right around $250,000 or more, these strategies are going to work best for you. 3625. One more time, 866-668-3625. When we return on Elevate Your Wealth, I have retirement scenarios. I'm going to throw them at the fellas. We'll see what they come up with. That's coming up next. Your host, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program. You can find Mark and Casey right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They're certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we're going to get to retirement scenarios. And these are things that can happen. So we'll see how the guys would handle it. So the first one up, Mark, I send to you and here it is. I've recently retired. I'm 67. And my whole life, I've waited to take that trip of a lifetime, that trip around the world. I spent 90,000 on a cruise to see all seven continents in nine months. However, I'm a little concerned, given the potential economic crisis, should I cancel my dream vacation? Well, the first thing I would say, I'd like to hang out with you guys that are all going on a nine-month cruise and can spend 90000 That would be awesome. I think I would both agree. But remember, we talked earlier in the show about making dreams and doing things like this. I just, if you have the money, to do something like this, I think you should do it. Mm -hmm. Now, it yep. needs to be done, right, Casey, with yep. balance, because it's all based on your situation. And, and taking a trip around the world, uh, that sounds like nine months won't be long enough. You might have to go for a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have the ability to do it, I would not tell anyone not to do it. Now, we need to run the numbers, right? Because if you take, you know, another $100,000, $200,000 out, and you need that for income to live, just do things on a basic line, that might be a little 
um, let's say not the best decision that you could make. Right. But if you do have the money, I would absolutely tell you, you should not cancel it and you should do it. But that's where a plan, right? Casey and I, we would design a plan that would show that money needed to take that wonderful lifetime, you know, me and your suitcase, you know, vacation like that and see if it's going to work over the long term. But I would absolutely tell you that with the plan that people, Casey mentioned it in, I think in the first segment, it's hard for us to get people to go from being savers to spenders. But once they do see a plan and it shows them on paper and mathematically that, wow, they're going to have 10,000 a month or whatever that number is, they, it's like a light switch can go on. We feel like it gives them permission now to spend their own money. And that's really what this is about. You feeling good about being able to do the things. Now, most of us may not say I'm going to take a $90,000 cruise, but what if it was a $15,000 $15,000 cruise. That'd still be a pretty nice cruise. Mm-hmm. I could go and do the one I want to do in Europe with my wife on the shorter boats, less people, and have an awesome time. And that if that's what it is in your life and for your lifestyle, that's okay. But the point is a plan is going to allow you the freedom and give you the confidence to do these type of things and knowing that it's not going to backfire and you're going to go, Oh my gosh, I'm now out of money. Now what do I do? Mm. See, that's what a true plan is going to do. Right. And we, we've kind of seen the opposite of this though too, right? Where somebody retires and suddenly they look at their 401k and go, Oh, I got $400,000 in my account. I can do $400,000 worth of stuff. No, that, that is not the scenario. Right. So Mark, I mean, when you're talking about making sure that you actually have the money, that's Mm. really key too. Right. And that's, that's where that second set of eyes, that trained set of eyes really comes into play mm. is, is yeah, you might have 90,000. Does that mean that you have 90,000 to spend on a cruise, right? right. That, that's really the yep. question. Do you have the money to spend on that particular thing? And like Mark said, if you do, by all means, right? Yeah. That's awesome, right? We, we want our clients to do that yep. kind of stuff. That's great. Um, but, but we want it also to make sure that we're, we're doing it in an efficient way and make sure that we still have the other funds to fund the rest of our yeah, lifestyle. It's not, the li- it's not the Vegas you know, yeah. style, right? right. You just take your money, put it on red or black and hope for the best. No, mm-hmm. this needs to be, you need to have some guarantees. That's right. what makes this possible. Well, you guys have mentioned it many times on the show before because you, know, you plan for these things. And the early part of your retirement, a lot of people are looking. And when they think retirement, they're thinking those go-go years. And that's the travel. You know, that's yep. planning yeah, that out. Uh, and, and and look, you, you've earned this. You've worked your mm-hmm. entire life. And yep. um, I love what you guys talk about. You know, you're creating moments, your memories, um, yep. you know, with your family, with your spouse, with your friends. I mean, that's what this is about, folks, having a plan so you can do these very things. So if you're sitting out there and you've got this nice portfolio and you think you're done, you think you're ready to knock on retirement's door, boy, you got another thing coming. You need to have a plan that encompasses all these many different things. And if you're working with a pro, if you're working with fiduciaries, and you sit down and you map this out, I mean, that's the ease of mind we talk about when we're on this show. You're going to have that confidence as you move towards your retirement. You know what? I got it covered. And you're also going to find out in the planning process, maybe you've got some work to do, but at least you're going to know, right? At least you're going to know. Look, we've got the 10 appointments. They're available right now. They're open during the course of this show. There are 10 of them. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number to call to grab one of the appointments, 
888-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. All right, next scenario. Casey, this one to you, and then Mark, you can jump in too. Uh, Do I have to take RMDs from a tax-free Roth 401k? Well, the very short answer is yes. Uh, there's some details to consider, right? So um, when we talk about uh, RMDs, that's required minimum distributions, which we just talked about a few minutes ago. Um, So essentially what that means is on your 401k, your IRA, you have not been paying uh, taxes on those dollars or tax deferred. And at a certain point, you have to start taking money out and paying taxes. Um, There's uh, the, the concept here with an RMD is that it's based on um, the, the amount you have to take is based on the total amount of your accounts. Okay. So uh, in reality, if you have a 401k, you have to, if you have a million dollar 401k and you reach age 73, you have to take out about $40,000 from that account. It doesn't matter if that money is uh, Roth 401k or regular 401k. It's based on the total amount of your 401k. And that's the complication. That does not apply to a regular Roth IRA. That's a different circumstance. So the RMD doesn't apply to a regular Roth IRA, but it does to a Roth 401k. And this is why when we talk about a plan and we talk about an analysis and understanding where our money's at and all those kinds of things, this very circumstance can start to get very confusing if this is not something that you deal with every day because the different account types have their own rules and how they affect each other and uh, this account affects this type of account differently and vice versa and so uh, that's where all of this starts to come together Uh, having one piece to the puzzle is great but it really doesn't complete the picture and that's why having that plan is so important so you can um, or I'm sorry, you do have to take an RMD from a tax-free Roth 401k uh, because it's titled as a 401k. So the amount that you have to take um, is is based on the 401k dollar amount. Folks, I mean, having a plan, being ready, we're going over just different scenarios that could be happening. Uh, how do you handle them? And we're seeing how Mark and Casey would deal with these. So this next one, let's get, let's do this one, Mark. I've been dealing with an advisor for years and years, and lately, I believe he has me at too much risk at this point. I'm 61, and I'm at least six years away from retirement. Do I need to look at someone else uh, that might not have me at so much risk? Well, this is something that everybody really needs to think about, and I hope everybody that's listening today thinks about this. There's a tremendous difference between the advisor that took you, I call it always going up the mountain, right? Helping you build your wealth versus the one taking you down the mountain, helping you spend it. And one of the biggest differences is the tax piece. A lot of the big wirehouses uh, will not deal with taxes. They'll tell you to go talk to your CPA or your tax advisor. Uh, We take the opposite approach. We have to incorporate tax planning into everything that we do. And that also entails the risk uh, Casey's really good about doing the risk alize with the clients. We all need to know how much risk you're willing to take, but we see it so many times. I'm a big believer in the age-based planning, meaning if if I've got a 65-year-old, it's called the uh, the rule of 100. I'm going to take 65 off 100, leaves me 35, right? 35, No more than 35% of that client's portfolio should be at risk, okay? Depending, now some might be a teeny bit more, uh, 
aggressive, but it needs to be balanced, right? Because all I know is I, I, I not, well, it's probably been about a year ago now, but I'll never forget this client because she thought her uh, advisor from a big, we won't name the firm, but a big firm, and she wanted to have money for a house, but he kept her so aggressive that she ended up losing 50% of her money. Now, we all know the markets come back this year. The S&P is up really good, but not so in 22, which is when she needed her money. And so she lost the ability to buy the house that she'd been planning on. So I absolutely believe you need to work with a distribution advisor. They are way different than an accumulation advisor. So I highly recommend find somebody that specializes in this type of planning. Right. And the hard part with that is if you've been with that person for years, right? It's you feel maybe this sense of loyalty or something along those lines. Um, But I I think it's really important. You know, Mark and I value loyalty with our clients, of course, right? I mean, we expect loyalty from our clients. But I I think at the same time, what really has to be considered is what's right for you, right? That's what this boils down to. The only reason that Mark and I exist is to support folks that want help with retirement, right? And that's the same with any other investment advisor. The only reason they exist is to help people. And so if you're not there to help the person in the way that person needs help, then that's no longer the right fit. And so it's up to you as the owner of the account to make that decision and and ultimately have that conversation with somebody else. Yeah, you know, I think you bring up an excellent point. It's it's a tough decision. I mean, you've been in a relationship with an yep. advisor mm-hmm. for a number of years, and sometimes you just have to step back if you can mm-hmm. uh, get that second opinion. All right, guys, we got the ten appointments. What's going to happen for the next ten callers? If you what we just talked about, if you heard things that you might be concerned about, uh, especially about your four hundred one k, what do I do with that? Please pick up the phone, give us a call. We want to have a conversation. We want to put a plan together specifically for you based on your situation by our team of certified financial planners. We're going to take a really good look at your taxes. You need tax help. All of us do. You won't believe the difference a good tax plan will make in your overall wealth. And so maybe you you don't know what to do with retirement uh, from the standpoint of income. Is it going to be guaranteed? Where is it going to come from? What about how do I get assets to my children? These are the things that we want to just have a conversation about. Keep your checkbook at home. Maybe you worked at Boeing and you need some help. Please just pick up the phone and give us a call because that's why we're here. We just want to have a conversation and see if we can't provide some guidance and maybe a little light at the end of this dark tunnel when it comes to retirement planning. All right, here's the number to call, 866-668-3625. Again, we have 10 positions available, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Leave the checkbook at home, 866-668-3625. Three six two five. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books for Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. I'm Morgan Patrick. We'll see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.